It's opinions are cheap with Cameron, who that's that's me. I'm Cameron, and Chad. Hey, that one is me. We're having Hi. a debate before the show started. Yeah, we were. Um, so we were getting I, into it. I want to ask you, the listener, is Mario Brothers a good game? I think it's a good game. I don't. I hate it. How dare you? It's got the do 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 do. Does it? Am I thinking of different Mario Brothers? What am I thinking? I'm thinking of Super Mario Brothers, aren't I? Oh. Okay. No, okay. Wait, Super Mario thinking, Brothers is a good game. About? Mario Brothers? Which one is that? Here, let me... Um, which which character did Chris Pratt play in that one? Um, he Well, he played Mario, but it was confusing because, like, the, the trailer... Not the trailer. The commercial had a plumber... And a plumber is dressed like Mario, but it's like the plumber can't handle the situation, so he's calling Mario. And it's like, wait, who's who's who then? Okay, I'm watching this, and um, definitely came out in the 80s. Oh, this game. Yeah, this one's like fine as a, an arcade game. I wouldn't. I wouldn't spend money on it, but like I've played it, it's okay. I guess I mean a lot of Atari games aren't good. <laughs> they they, they not, didn't age well. I don't think they need to be good. I think I think they came out at a time when everything was new and people were being experimental and you know li- everything was limited in what you could do and they made the best of what they had. At the context I, of the time, I I do understand that. Yeah. But I, I, it, when I have access to like retro games, I don't like boot up the old Mario Bros. No, no. I mean, if I play retro games to me, I'm probably going to load up like a Nintendo 64 ROM because that, that was like my big main. I mean, I, I had a Sega. I, I grew up with Sonic and Vector Man and, and some of those games. But I think the real love came when we got the Nintendo 64 and there's just, you know, everything got so much bigger, right? I, I love to go back to Game Boy games. Game Boy games are fun. A lot of those had charm, and I, I know some of them maybe aged better than others, but for the most part, like, you could play Tetris, and that just basic-ass Tetris is still kind of the best one. Yeah. There's no fluff in the way. I haven't played a Game Boy game in a long time, including Game Boy Advance. Like, like any of the ha- old handheld stuff, it's been a while. I kind of... I will get like an inkling, like, oh, I could play through Golden Sun again. I could play through X, Y, or Z. I still have it. I just, I just don't go do it. I think the last time I played a handheld of any kind was, oh, I guess it was the PlayStation Vita. I was on a work trip and I was like, I'm going to play Rayman. And Rayman's a good game on Vita, you know. Vita was such a great console. I have one. There's so many good games on it. I only bought like three and then never, really didn't use it just because. I got it around the time I stopped playing video games, so it was kind of a total waste of, of purchase. And everyone's so I'm like, I should go back to that thing and buy the games that are really good, download some from the store, assuming the store is even still around, um, and fill that fucker up. And then I'm just like, or I could not do that because... Did you ever be play uh, Gravity Rush? No, but I heard that was good. Yeah, I I think Vita Vita was interesting. I think it had like the highest attachment rate of any like console. Yeah, I would say that. I, I'm pretty sure. 
because I was back when I was listening to like Podcast Beyond, right? And and I was on the Vita train because like Colin Moriarty and Greg Miller were like, you gotta fucking buy this thing. It's like having a portable PlayStation, but a, a real one. And I, and I, I think I that's regret. a decent way to sell it. And I had never yeah. had a Sony console. And so I'm like, oh, I'll get to play God of War games. I'll get to play Uncharted games. I'll get to play these. Oh, and yeah. I just never did. Wasn't there a, a Vita Mortal Kombat? Oh, I want to say yes. I think. Um, yeah. That, so that was the one that had Freddy Krueger in it. I remember playing that on Vita. That came out. Yeah, it, it, the Vita version was not a bad port. Like, it, it's clearly not a home console, but it you could play the game. Like, it was pretty fun. Damn, you buy it, buy it used for $99 on Amazon. I don't think I will. All right. Wasn't the Vita, didn't they have, like, um, the, the, the memory cards were proprietary? Like, you couldn't just throw in a random card. You had to go buy a Sony one. Yes. Uh, it, it, what's funny too is I think they learned their lesson partially, but they're still trying to do that with the PS5. Um, the the PS5 you can you can put in just a SSD drive to expand the memory, mm-hmm. but they have this deal with this one company where it just kind of has a a PlayStation logo on the front, but it's the same SSD drive. And so it's like if you know what you're doing, you can find a cheap one that will work. But if you want the warranty to stay valid, you have to buy from this one brand. <laughs> sure. And it's like, come on, guys, just just grow up. I've been um, not to totally change the subject, but I looked at my desk and I was like, oh yeah, I'm painting a Gundam again. And I'm looking at the body, the upper torso, trying to figure out how much red I want to put on it. It's mostly black. I'm like, I could add a lot of red. I could take some of this away. It's hard to tell because I'm trying to I'm trying to be smart about it. So you pointed out something in the Discord. Uh, you you said that you thought the two color palette was working really well. Yeah, I, I'm really bad at color, man. I uh, I told you I got like a dwarf mini, like one of the Warhammer 40k dwarves. Oh the the I don't remember what they're called. It's okay. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I got one of those. Because I just, I want one to paint. I'm not going to start a whole army, but it's like, I just want to paint one. He looks cool. Yeah. And he's been primed and sitting on my shelf here for two months because I cannot decide on a color scheme. And it's like, I keep going back and forth between some sort of like a high concept inside joke or just like a really basic, well, he's orange on the box. Orange is such a bitch of a color to work with. Uh, it can be. Is there like a dwarf you like, like in a, from a video game, from a movie? Well, you know, that's the problem is, uh, you know what I wanted to do at first was I, I really wanted to theme. I wanted to get like a few to make a little kill team and I wanted to theme them like they're pirates. That'd be fun. Yeah. And so I thought it'd be fun if I found like a little 3d printed, like pirate hat that I can just like add to one guy and, you know, I'll, I'll give somebody a hook hand and, um, I'll, I'll give them like a pirate flag aesthetic. But then I think about it too much and it's like, well, am I saying that I'm just going to make them black and red, like Shadow the Hedgehog, Edgelord shit? Like, I don't really want to do that. Yeah, but black and red is dope. I mean, that's what I'm painting this Gundam and that's a fucking killer color scheme. It just always works. Well, no, it does work. <laughs> that's why that's why cool Edgelords like it is because it does look cool. But it's just like I'll I'll concept it out on Photoshop, right? 
And I'll go, no, 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 I want to do this instead. And so then I'll do like a callback to uh, like the, the, the squats from the 80s. They had a very particular design. It's like, what? Well, I'll, I'll use these colors. But the design of the armor just does not facilitate this at all. And so after working with those colors for a while, then I go back to like some other concept. And it's like, I keep going around in circles and I can't just decide on something and do it. So I, I went and searched for Captain Jack Sparrow because he's the only pirate I know and care about. And like his color scheme, kind of a, a muted cream uh, and then kind of a, an off black, not totally pitch black. And then he's got a like a, beige, a dark beige, khaki, greenish, whatever pants and then a bit of red here and there. And so, I mean, if you don't have to do like straight black and red, right, like you can you can do splashes of red for color and then do some neutrals. And I mean, maybe that's kind of boring, but it really, you know. Sometimes the, the the big details are the little things you paint a strange color or you base them really interesting. Well, the other thing, I, I look up Hearthstone Pirates. And there's a lot of color. Like, you could kind of get by with anything as long as you do something to sell, like, a nautical theme. Mm-hmm. And then give them an eye patch. It's just that the, the problem is these sculpts are kind of weird because they have this, like, bulky, chunky armor where you kind of have to color the plates. Like it just sort of like lends itself to that and translating their design into a, a pirate. It's like on paper, I think that's a fun idea. And then as soon as they try to actually do it, it's like, I'm not figuring this out at all. Which one, uh, which character is it? I want to go find it. Um, actually I was looking for it right now. <clears throat> so it is, uh, it is an, Einheir champion who he has this like big bulky thing and a big like fist and then he has a hammer or an axe yeah the the bulky armor stuff is hard to do to me this reminds me of like like nasa spacesuits because they're really big and chunky and yes. it also kind of reminds me of the the lego the old lego sets where like they were in space but they were doing ice stuff and they had like neon orange uh weapons yeah, and actually, Herc knows somebody that's doing their space army or their space dwarf army as the Ice Raiders. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, and actually, also their vehicles look a lot like NASA vehicles. Like, there's kind of like this like bubble efficiency to it. My my thing and is just... when I see these uh, Warhammer dwarves, they don't remind me of dwarves. They look like guys in chunky space armor, and they don't have the helmets on. Like, they don't. They don't strike me as different enough from uh, some of the, the, the just the standard like military units in, in this universe. Yeah, I think that's some feedback that they have been uh, given already. <laughs> um, there's a spinoff game called Necromunda. Have you heard of that? Uh, yes, I have. So there's this one dwarf like soldier. And I want to say he looks like a dwarf because he has a ridiculous beard and he, yeah, he kind of like has, dope. yeah, he, he has a style to him. Um, it's not like a super practical space suit. It's like a cool vest and a cool gun. There's also this Necromunda faction that's dwarf miners as cliche as it sounds. They have little like hard hat helmets and hammers and drills those are they have a lot more personality. Like the the leagues of Otan for the 40k stuff. It's like I see what they're trying to do to like legitimize them better, 
But I think at the end of the day, you kind of want a dwarfy dwarf to look like a dwarf. You know what you should do? Um, and I'm saying this because Midwinter Mini just posted this video like a day ago. But he did a really cool uh, stone armor texture that was actually oh. really easy to do. And so if you did all this armor on yours to make it look like stone or rock, I think that would be awesome. Like I think that would fit this really well. Man, so there's actually uh, one of the things you can do with the their helmets is there's a helmet that kind of just makes it look like they have a metal face. But it's like a mask. Okay. Like that would look cool with the stone aesthetic. Uh, you know what? <sighs> I'm going to have to write that idea down. I kind of like that idea a lot. And like the effect, he like based it in. I, he primed it like black, I think. And then he went over it with, with a brown. And then he just stippled different kind of stone colors on. And then did a dark wash over it to fill in the cracks. And it was really simple. And the effect is great. I think. And then he took like a pale sands to do the highlights. You know, maybe dry brushed it on. I can't remember. But it's it's a, a really striking effect, and it doesn't take a lot of complicated painting techniques, which I'm always happy with. Those are the best. Yeah, I I think this might actually give me something to work with here. That's a great idea. Look at that. Opinions are cheap solving all everybody's problems. Write in to opinionsarecheap at gmail.com, and we'll solve your problems. Actually, we will. Doesn't matter what your problem is. We'll just solve. Man, they would like the whole like Ukraine war would be over now, but they won't write in. I know. What the fuck, Putin? Hey, hey, Putin. Here's a free one. Stop. Yeah, yeah, Putin. I mean, I'm I'm a diplomat, right? Like, am I my is my my side gig? That's my 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 side hustle, as the kids say. Oh. What you need to Dude, do I is found stop. A... I, I found a picture of the dwarves from the 80s, back when they were just called space dwarves. See, no, I like these a lot more. They're and cartoony. They're kind of like, it's adorable. Cartoony. But, like, the weapons are really big and stupid, and I feel like space dwarves should have really big, stupid weapons. Now, the theme that they are leaning into at the time was kind of those, like, homoerotic biker gangs. The best kind of biker gangs. Um, so it was kind of like a hybridization of that, like, rebellious attitude, but also with military stuff. So they'd have, like, a normal tank, but then you'd have, like, a squad of dwarves on those, like, weird giant tricycles with, like, a turret on the back, like Mad Max. And it's just kind of weird to see, like, the, the, this, this new stuff where they're trying to take the lore really serious. It's just, like, maybe you guys went too tame. Mad Max would be another kind of fun place for inspiration because those movies have a, a crazy amount of style to them like if you did like a war boys themed army uh especially if they're like cadians or you know something that showed the face more without the helmets that could be that could be fun yeah we're you should see how lame their bike is oh so this is um i think this might be my favorite unit is like the wizard dude i like the um the floating little robot things with the machine guns more than the wizard dude, but the wizard dude is kind of cool. Is he missing an arm? Yeah, you know, I I like the robots. Oh no, never mind. Um, He's the, got it out. I I see it. It's just a yeah, that's a cool guy. He's all right. Um, so instead of like traditional motorcycles, they get these hover bikes, and I'm I'm not super sold on the bike design. I'm not in love with it. It's fine, but like it's fine. 
Games Workshop have done so much better that like if I'm spending this much money on a model, I need better than fine. I I also found this uh interesting a YouTube video here called I fixed the leagues of OTN trying different color schemes and the thumbnail is this like hot pink color that like pops on the panels a lot more. And I I'm curious. I might watch this later to see what they say, but I I feel like there's a design disparity between how they present the models and what people want to do with them. Yeah. Like this is the, 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 the this is kind of a neat cyberpunk style but like holy shit this is fucking magenta. Also I, well, I feel like that's done. there for the thumbnail but yeah. at the same time I kind of like what they're doing here where like the the canonical way to color these is almost monotone but here each of these panels is broken up with the black. Yeah. And it's like wait a minute. <laughs> All of a sudden, I see where they're going with this. Also, I do want to say they look a little more dwarfy when they're next to like a normal unit, because you see like oh. how short they actually are. Yeah, okay, that does help a bit. Um, on their own, the little pictures just kind of make them all look like you know tough men, but they actually are quite short. It might be fun too to like take a look at um pictures of like actual truckers or people that run like oil rigs and see what they wear what colors like their uniforms are and then model them after that you know i really like their lore i i think i'm gonna wait until they maybe come out with like a a votan update with some like new models or something that like has a different sub faction to play with but it's like i i like what they did with the update overall Back to color, though, like, I feel like, um, I don't know how far I want to get into the Gundam thing, because ultimately the answer is not very, but I'm also like, well, I got a red one I'm working on, I got a blue one, should I eventually do a green one? And, and you know, start going through kind of, I'll have, like, RGB, right? Also, this fucking paint, I swear to God, it chips off so easy. I need oh. to varnish this already. Yeah, you know, actually, I'm finding that with my, uh, my speed paints I've been using, they get very sensitive. Like, it's super easy to, like, accidentally uh, strip a little bit off. Because it kind of, um, it, it reactivates. Yeah. So it's like, if I try to do highlights, I end up, like, taking the paint off. So I have to keep that in mind as I'm highlighting. If I did a green one, I don't know what the, the secondary color would be. Um, maybe like a really dark brown might be kind of cool, like green, brown, and then something yes. really bright. Um, I so uh, with uh, bleh, with green, my favorite thing to do is either that with the dark brown or green with silver accents. Yeah, silver would be good. I already did silver with the blue one though, so I don't know if I want to okay. like. The, I yeah, keep do them brown. All, like, really distinct. Honestly, it, you you what you should do you should find something like a. I don't know if there's an official model, but maybe you can find something on Etsy to give them like a giant bow and arrow and just straight up do a Robin Hood Gundam. Oh, that'd be funny. Even if I just found one with like a giant sniper rifle, right? And it's like, and, hey, that's the that's the bow and arrow of the of the Robin Hood times. And I like uh going back to the pirate thing, I like that Gundam I got, the last one I did. Oh yeah, that which, one was great. It, but also it was black and red. Oh yes, it is. Going back to that uh, that topic, <laughs> I 
I remember because uh, Renoki was like making one of these now too, and he was getting ready to paint it. And you guys, you were just like, you know, you don't have to paint them, right? And it's like, ah, uh, you kind of do. I hate how they look unpainted. It, it's interesting. There's um, I think it depends on how the other things you have are displayed. Because if you see a very impressive collection of unpainted Gundams, you don't stop and think like, boy, why didn't they finish them? But if you see like one or two, it's like, yeah, you could kind of polish this up with a little bit of, you know, at least the, I, I do, I do do the panel lining. I just okay. don't repaint the whole color. I just didn't, with the goof, I did not like the two-tone blue that it came in. Because there was like a dark blue and then like a light blue and then a, a gray. And it just looked, it looked like a plastic toy. And it's like, no, 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 mm. not, not in this house. Man, I like pirates so much, but they also, uh, I, well, they, they added a pirate to For Honor. I'm assuming that's a game you never touched. Correct. Uh, do you, do you remember For Honor? I know about it because, uh, a musician who does video game music did a song on For Honor that's actually pretty good. I remember having that stuck in my head for like six whole goddamn months. That's cool. Um, they added a, pirate which i got excited at the news but then i saw the final design and it's like she looks a little uninspired and then her kit seems kind of basic and i kind of always wonder like why like some of these other classes have a lot of personality to them so it's like how in the world did you make pirate boring yeah oh this is cool uh, Miracle of Sound, um, I haven't followed his stuff in a while, but there was a time where I was, and, and he makes some really fun video game kind of music. He does a he does a really good job. Miracle of Sound. Yes, it's good. I really love this game, and I also hate it. Holy fuck, this has 5.2 million views. <laughs> nice. Dude is pulling um, some numbers. Hurt got into it recently. And some other people in his Discord play. So it's like, hey, we should all play for honor. Yeah. And so he, him learning the game, he doesn't like fighting games. I don't know why he's trying to learn this. He's not having a lot of fun. And it's just him kind of like yelling a lot because he gets frustrated because he doesn't like fighting games. Okay. But me and Rixie are on the same page. We, we kind of enjoy it in the same way. So like we were dueling. And I he he plays, uh, he plays like a dark knight, and it's a very well balanced character. Like you can be offensive, you can be defensive, so you can switch up your strategy a bit. Um, and I play a shaman who's just a crazy lady, and it's funny because like we'll be playing the game basic, and it's like I go to swing and he blocks, so he swings and I block, and we'll eventually we'll chip each other down. But sometimes I'll get my combos right, and he can't tell what's going on, and I'm, like, bouncing off the walls, and I'm, like, tackling him and biting his throat and stuff. And it's, it's like, you know, when the game works, it's very, very interesting. But sometimes it's just kind of very basic. <laughs> yeah, I really don't know a whole lot about it. I, I remember when it came out, I think, I want to say the reviews were kind of lukewarm, and I, I wonder if it was one of those, like, sold is something it wasn't. Yes. No one knew what the game was uh, based on, like, previews. I think a lot of people thought that it was, like, a, a like chivalry. I think uh, there were a lot of comparisons to chivalry. 
there were comparisons to other war games like uh well even like battlefront or something where it's like there's a war but you have these like hero characters that are stronger and it's like no it's a fighting game right they they really they need to bill it as a fighting game they need to explain to people what the concepts are because like you get matchmaking with someone that just wants to run around it's like well you're gonna throw the game so I think it's in a better place now, though. It's been like five years. Somehow still going. Yeah, it's it's fun when stuff like that sticks around like a long time. Like they haven't shut the servers down, right? Like that's cool. But uh, what did you get into today? You had a fun story, right? Yeah, I had um, I had another vocal lesson with Mark today, and um, we we we've we've kind of like started on hey, let's learn how to sing. I left it up to him, so we did we did a couple of just like, here's where my lows are, and he's like, hey, those are sounding pretty good, you happy with it? And I'm like, yeah, for like the first time in a while, I'm actually really comfortable with how I sound. I've, like, whatever we did last lesson, like, fixed the mindset stuff I had. So I did some uh, high stuff for him, you know, where they're, they're kind of shaky, but in the right direction. And he's like, yeah, we're at a point where I think if you learn how to sing and really understand, like, moving between registers and moving around your register, like, it's going to help you a lot. To learn highs because they're a different animal than, than lows which are just all in your chest voice and i'm like okay well we've done some stuff on pitch so i can be on pitch let's say 80 percent of the time um i'm not great i'm not like perfect but i'm uh, night and day better than when we started so how do you define how do you get a good singing voice because like that's the thing right like talking on pitch over a song does not sound good. No one wants to hear that, even if it's not out of key. And and so that was the that was the journey today. And I thought maybe you wouldn't find this interesting, or maybe other people would like. I'll I'll spill the beans because uh, I I enjoyed the lesson. It was it was really stupid. We it was really embarrassing, but I get I get the direction. So Mark's like, okay, pick a song that you you know who, who's someone you want to sing like. What's a song you're listening to? What's something that is going to help you? want to work on this and i was like well i've been listening to a lot of pop music lately uh but it's mostly been like avamax and taylor swift he's like okay well let's find someone maybe you know in your in your range a bit uh and i was like well i like ed sheeran i refuse to have any metal cred cameron so we're going with ed sheeran also he's like the most listened to guy on spotify Did really? you know that no fucking nuts right like i like ed sheeran so you know good for him but I, i've met so many people that like don't like him and i think it's because it's not cool to like him and they like cool music um but i was like okay let's do it sharon so i picked the ba- song bad habits because the, the opening to that is fairly slow uh, it's fairly subdued it's like hey if we're gonna learn something maybe we'll, we'll start slow melody so he he pulls up the song plays the first verse and he goes okay what is he doing you know mouse shape how is he singing this and we start going back and forth, trying to, you know, okay, I think he's doing this. I think he's doing this. It sounds like his, you know, yada, 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 right? Trying to figure out what he's doing. And he's like, okay, you, you found it. You know, we, we talked it over. He's Now, the next step is we're going to mimic that, but we're going to, like, do it to the point where it's a caricature. Like, we're going to do, like, a, a, a Three Stooges cartoon character of, of how Ed Sheeran is singing the song. And we're going to talk in that voice. And so his... His method of finding a good singing tone is largely like finding a cartoon voice that has really good like um fundamental like oral posture like okay you're 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 singing forward in your mouth you're you're 
soft palettes raised, you know, these things that you you want to have because it's going to give you a nice sounding, like rounded singing voice. Um, and then starting with like a cartoon version of that and then pulling it back until it's like a normal version. So his his the way he sings, he says he found his voice when he saw something gross once he went, ooh, like, ew. And and if you try that, go, ew. Your your tongue f- goes into a certain position. You 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 kind of compress um, part of your hard palate, and you you put your resonance really far forward. And then so he's like, okay, I'm gonna play around with that. I'm gonna make it a really cartoony like kind of. Well, he did it like a like a country singer, like like he was you know riding a tractor, but he had this this voice he was doing, and then he pulled it back to the point where it was not a cartoon character, and then he sang from it, and it sounded really good. And so we're doing that, but with the way Ed Sheeran is doing this. And so it was, um, the voice I was making was kind of like, yeah, yeah, but much higher. Cause it, we were, we were in a C4 to D4 range, um, which I've been drinking and don't know how well I can get up there right now. Cause I feel stupid. Uh, but even just like, yeah, 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 you know, like that's so obnoxious. Right. But we were, we spent like 20 minutes. I was talking like that. I was singing like the ABCs like that. And then it's like, okay, now start to pull it back a bit, but keep keep the fundamentals. And you're like, oh, okay, I see where this is going. Um, and that was that was like largely the lesson. It was it was a really interesting way to be like, how do you find a singing voice, a singing tone, a singing however you want to define it? And this was a, this was a uh, an interesting way to approach that because I definitely would not have had an answer, right? Like the reason I'm paying this guy to teach me is because I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do anything. I, here's my here's my singing voice. Ah, la, la, la. I know that's not your singing voice though, because I've heard you in karaoke. La 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 pa, 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 pa. It's one of those things though where I think. Like, you don't want to, like, try and sound exactly like them. Like, you're not doing a voice. Like, you are, but you aren't. Like, I'm not trying to sound like Ed Sheeran singing like Ed Sheeran. I'm trying to sound like me singing like Ed Sheeran in this case. Yeah. And I think that separation (laughs) is really, really important. Yeah, that's how I sing. um... Oh, no. What's that song I sing all the time? Um, Closer. Um, I've been trying to make a Cameron voice, like a Cameron singing voice, instead of imitating the talented man that I'm listening to. Yeah. And it's hard, but I have fun doing it. One of the ones that he he, he recommended, too, that I try, and I'm trying to remember all of the things in it, but it, it's very chesty, which can be really good if you're, you're new and you don't have much of a range because you're just going to be in your speaking voice. But you kind of pucker your lips a little bit out, put your finger in front of them like, Ooh, ooh. You drop your jaw and then you just kind of like ooh. Um the ooh. thing is you don't want to you don't want to move your larynx around like you want a neutral larynx you're not trying to ooh. you're trying to create this big ooh. low space with just your mouth. And then you talk like that and you sound really stupid you sound like um it's one of the dogs from a, one of the really old cartoons I cannot remember which one. And that was okay. You know, we were, we were messing around with this and it's like, okay, now keep this, keep this kind of mouse shape, keep the idea there, but 
sing it normally, but with this this shape, and then stop going ooh, go ah, and uh, that seems you know it, it it gets you it gets you to a place right where like oh that could be pleasant to listen to if you worked on it a bit. It's 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 step one or step two depending on how you want to define <laughs> this. It's not it's not the end goal. It's a it's a very early piece of foundation. Mm-hmm. But the idea of being Everybody like, yeah, let's go to Disneyland. The the idea of like using silly voices to find singing tones is not something I would have ever thought to do. But I use silly voices to find scream tones all the fucking time. And I think the difference is like certain silly voices are not going to lend themselves to singing at all, just because the they're a unhealthy posture. Basically, they're not going to get you what you want uh, out of a good singing voice, but. You find one you like, and then, yeah, mimic a singer you really like. And don't go with, like, the hardest, bestest singer you know. Go with, you know, three rungs down. Um, one of the reasons why I throw out Ed Sheeran is, like, I like his voice, but I, he's not, like, crazy acrobatic. He's not uh, he's not doing anything that I think would be horribly difficult versus, like, Brent Smith or Floria Jansen or something like that, who are, to me, much better singers. I'm not looking for distortion. I'm not looking for anything crazy i just want to be able to like sing a song and not have people be upset that i did what about randy newman which one's he i want to say that was a joke answer but i can't remember who he is he did um he did that song from toy story oh okay you got a friend in me you you got a friend in you me. got a friend in me we got a trouble you got him too Ain't you got nothing better than to do me and do. It's better than to know me and say, you ain't better than me. He did a tiny desk. I'm hoping this uh, this all works itself out, right? Because it would be <laughs> neat to put in the work and actually come away with like, oh, hey, I can carry a bit of a tune. <laughs> I remember um, I caught someone off guard on VR chat when I sang. And it wasn't that I sang well, but the area we were in had like this neat echo effect that I think made it sound like you're supposed to sing. Okay. And so I did that Ave Maria thing. And I think it was um it was Sable where he was kinda like, Whoa, dude, that was beautiful. And he was just like <laughs> genuinely like like I didn't know he could do that. And I'm like, No, anyone can do that. I <laughs> it just the the extra effect filtering it magically made it sound produced. Nice. He does have a but very that's interesting distinct, tips. very distinct voice, Randy Newman. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, he, he does. Do, do you remember? Uh, there was like this is an old Family Guy episode. Like I want to say first season, but it's like it was, it was the end of the world. There was like a nuclear apocalypse. Oh and yeah, everything's destroyed, and then they found like one place where there's like an apple tree, um, but also it had Randy Newman, and so like the drawback was you have to put up to with Randy Newman. <laughs> He's like, here comes the lady. She's grabbing an apple. She's gonna eat the apple. She she's washing the apple with the shirt. She's gonna take a bite of the apple. And they're like, yeah, let's go. And they just walk away. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And because I, I remember the, like he starts singing. He's like, left foot, right foot. And then Chris starts singing <laughs> left that. Foot, right. Yeah. <laughs> the um that that thing where you 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 feel like. You exaggerate like you saw something gross and go, ew, ew. Um, 
Like you can hear when I do that. Like there's a, there's some interesting stuff going on with that noise. Um, it's really forward. It kind of like feels like it's like right under my nose a bit. I'm compressing, like I said, part of my mouth. And it's like, oh, if I take that and then like kind of dial it back a little bit and sing from there, like that might work. Um, I got a, I got a couple of things in, you know, that to, to test and try. The, the real difficult thing is I'm going to have to actually like take practice time and devote to this. And part of that is going to be sounding really stupid and shitty. And I just like drilling that into my head right now. Like, yeah, you're not going to sound good for a couple months. You're going to sound purposefully dumb. And then build off of that. Because obviously it's not just like, you don't just have a lesson and learn a thing. You know, you gotta, you gotta build. I think some of the dumb voices and stuff too, it really is kind of like to break down the mental barriers of, of learning a new skill. And it's like, you know, if you, if you're sounding dumb on purpose, then you're doing it right. And we want you to sound dumb. And so you're succeeding instead of, God, you're so horrible. You should feel shame, you know, kind of thing. You know, for some people, it's really hard to just practice. And as soon as you learn how to practice, like, I, I know, I think most people have never learned how to practice or study or work. It's like they're used to things that are in the wheelhouse or out and then focusing on what's in the wheelhouse. Yeah. And it's like, you know, if you try hard, you can actually do a lot of things. It's weird because that's, like, that's the secret. There's so much busy work in like modern high school. And so the idea is like, oh, we're teaching kids how to work. But really, it's like, no, <laughs> you're teaching kids how to cut corners and uh, cram. Because I mean, you're, you're also you're teaching this really bad habit that exerting energy is work. Mm -hmm. It's like if you waste all your energy, that doesn't mean you made progress. It means you spent your energy. Right. But there's this disconnect where it's like, good job. You did it. That's right. And you get reinforced the wrong way. We also really developed this fear of failure, which kind of makes sense because no one wants to fail. No one wants to think they wasted their time or their money or their energy. But if you're learning something like an instrument or a new skill, like it kind of comes with the territory that the first thing you do is not going to be good. Like you, you have to put in the work to get good. Um, I remember, like, when I first started doing vocals with Mark, like, the the step one goal was to sound like Cookie Monster. And you're like, I don't, I don't want to sound like Cookie Monster. I don't, you know, he's from the Sesame Street. That's not scary. That's not metal. It's like, no, but guess what? You you have to sound like Cookie Monster first, and then we can take that lesson and what we learned doing that and, and, and go to step two. I and, had this uh, mental image of Mark giving you that book to read, Um, that there's a monster at the end of this book. <laughs> Is that a real book? Oh, you don't know that one? No, I just thought that was a really funny like visual, so I laughed. No, no, it's a it's a Sesame Street book. It's a oh. it's Grover, and each page is him like begging and pleading you to not turn the next page because every page you turn, you're gonna get closer to a monster. And it's like him going insane, like begging you, the reader, to not get to the end of the book because the front of the book said there's a monster at the end of the book, so don't get to the end. And then we get to the end, finally, Grover realizes that he was the monster all along. Oh. And he feels silly about it. That's cute. But it also ties into the lesson where, like, the last page just be a little picture. It should be a mirror, but with, like, uh, with, like, kiss makeup on it, so it lines up with your face. Oh, God, that would be great. It's like, you're the monster. <laughs> 
it's been um i haven't really recorded any of my singing stuff but just trying to find you know some of the drills i've had to do and that's the thing with singing is that like you know mark's like when i had when i was learning how to scream like it, it would never felt like work work like you never had to grind at it it was like challenging and then you start figuring it out and then like it just continues to get kind of more and more fun whereas with singing he's like no you're, you're gonna have days where you're just gonna have to like play like notes on a piano and match them and then go up and down scales and like do it in key and just like put in the hours and the effort if you really want to get good at it and that sucks because i don't want to fucking do that because i know for a fact that that shit's miserable because i've done it for other stuff but if you want to do it you gotta you gotta it, you do know it's the funny there's stuff. like there's like work songs and then fun songs and it's like uh like with closer when i practice closer that's really a practice in uh or it's an exercise in breathing mm-hmm. because the breathing is super key to get that rhythm right and it's also like the tone shifts in that like he, there's a point where the guy like goes up high like really abruptly and I try to do that and it's like very interesting practice but then it's like if I want to have fun, I'll just sing like City Escape, and yeah. I'm not even trying. <laughs> I will say one of the things I found for for getting higher on the register for me this was a, a really difficult thing to do to get out of my like speaking voice and get. I mean, I'm still like in my chest voice, but to get like a it to the fourth octave, um, is I would say the word whoa, like whoa, um progressively more and more excitedly because it like naturally will raise your pitch uh, to the point where I'm like, Oh, I can, I can use this to hit like a D and an E and an E four uh, really easily and fairly uh, without strain. Just cause like I'm naturally just like, Whoa, and it, you do that enough. And all of a sudden you find it and you hold it and you're like, Hey, this is how you sing this note. Can so you that's do crush bandicoot? Huh? Can you do crush bandicoot? Mm, I don't, I never played crash bandicoot. Um, let me see here. Crash Bandicoot. Whoa, MP3. Part of me is like, I would do more examples, but I had the liquor and then I didn't have a lot of water. And so my mouth is like super dry. I'm tired. So sorry. Here, this one. Ah, do do do. Wow. 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 Wow! 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 I think the more you like think about um, singing, not as like a function of sound, but as a function of like what muscles are you doing? What are you doing with your throat, and your mouth, your teeth, your tongue to um, to make that sound? It, it gets more complicated, but also kind of more, much more interesting. Because, like, I'm making this sound, right? And I'm, like, thinking, okay, what am I doing to make this sound? Like, you know, just, like, almost, like, a checking off a list. Okay, I'm doing this. Now I'm doing this. Now I'm doing this. And you don't think about any of that, like, to go make the sound. You do it a couple times, and then you start to be like, okay, I'm at a, this kind of a weird mouth shape here. What, what, what is this? Whoa! 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 Yeah, and, you know, it's interesting because it's, uh, the, the stuff that you've taught me over the years... Um, I'm trying things with my voice that I never would have tried before. And it's been interesting just like peripherally. I know the, the big things are being really, really relaxed. The more relaxed you are, the better things will sound. Um, 
mostly like within your throat. Like you can tense your, your face up because you're using your face to drive the sound. Um, I know one of the, when we were working today, he's like, you're, you're squeezing too much. You need to you know, start over, do this again, but just use your face to make this noise. And oh, it feels you know, really I tried singing, I tried singing that over the rainbow song that, that, uh, um, oh shoot. What's his name? You know, the guy, I was a tiny Tim or something. What? That doesn't sound right. No, it doesn't sound right. Does it? Who the fuck did that? <laughs> the guy with the ukulele. Yeah. Um, I tried singing that song once and I realized that it's really hard because the lyrics are wrong. Official somewhere over the rainbow. Like he has his own lyrics where he just kind of like removes random sentences and like kind of goes out of order at points. And so I had like a karaoke version running and it's like, oh, I'll sing to this. And then I like completely lost the track somewhere. It's like, wait, what? And I had to go back and figure it out like a puzzle. Like, wait, what the fuck happened? Because I know the original lyrics too well. Sure. So it was like, wait, 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 wait. And I never noticed this before. <laughs> it's the stupidest revelation to have. Not the song up. He's got a really pretty voice. Oh, man, totally. Oh, oh yeah. So I, <laughs> I saw the time. We went by longer than I thought. Oh, um, we want to glad space and get the fuck out? Well, no, actually, I, I want to touch on this real quick, but last week I did promise to talk about the new uh, Warhammer edition. Oh, yeah. Because they announced 10th edition. And the, the idea was I, I was expecting them to, like, show a lot more of the, like, the rules updates and talk about it. They didn't show much of anything. <laughs> oh, no. So it, it'll be brief. Um, they did announce uh, that there was a really cool trailer. Uh, so they at least did that, and you can tell like it's so much better than the ninth edition trailer. Uh, but, 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 uh, I, th I was gonna have this up already, I forgot. Um, I don't know if you want to watch that or not because it might not be that interesting to commentary over, but it's cool. We can we can fire it up. It's only a couple minutes. Four. Uh, start it up. Uh, well, you I want to count down? Play. Play. Warhammer. I see candles. And a guy's foot. And a sword. Yeah. I'm so glad they hired that animator guy. Because, like, this has just a step up in quality and direction. It's quite striking. So that red line over the planet. Um, that's a Tyranid. Oh. The whole line is? Yeah. They're... they're Big like one bug. one body is like two light years long. Wow, which is kind of stupid. Everything in Warhammer is stupid. It is so it is dumb, but it's dumb in a very enjoyable way. Yeah. And as a Tyranid fan, this is a really fun trailer. I could see getting some Tyranids. They seem very very fun to paint. Um, they have a lot of interesting models. Even the old shitty ones are kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, but the, I guess the big news about this edition really is they're trying to make it a little more like simple and like manageable, I guess. So like you don't have to buy a rule book for your army. Like they just like the, the, the army pieces are all just available. Okay. Uh, the, the units themselves are a lot more simple. Like they kind of have this like redone stat line 
where it's like there's you, you get one card and that card has their abilities on it and that's it. Like you don't have to reference sheet a bunch of bullshit back and forth to like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's something with ninth edition, man. It got way too complicated, way too fast. Yeah, it seems like it. And a lot of people seem to give up on it and go back to like the fantasy stuff that's streamlined in this way. So people are feeling pretty good right now. You only want to do so much math when you play a game with your friends. Well, it's also like some of the rules are really obtuse because you'll get stuff where it's like if if a certain kind of unit does a certain kind of movement, then that means you get to negate the reroll. But then the other guy's army will have a thing where if you get a negated reroll, you're allowed to reroll anyways in this one case. And you're checking like three or four different books between the two players. And it's like this this has got to stop. Yeah. It's pretty cool, though. I can't tell if I'm getting yeah, anything fun. out of it, but it's cool. I mean, that's kind of the point. I I feel like there's a couple things that the super fans like get excited about. But for the most part, it's like, what if these things hit each other and it was a gun? And see that guy there. That's my big butterfly I painted. Oh, yeah. Hey, I think I have that axe. Oh, I really like these floating, like, psychic dudes, too. Because they just sort of float there ominously. I'm glad I don't live in the Warhammer universe. I would become bug food. That was fun, though. Yeah. Um, They showed off a couple new models. Uh, this is kind of interesting to look at the, like, before and after. Oh, these are the, the new Tyranids, then? Yeah, so this is, like, the small grunt unit, guys. And it's funny, because I never had a problem with the the current one. I think they look good enough. And then these new ones have such a, like, rustic, like, detailed scale to them, where it's like, oh, wow, <laughs> I want to paint a whole army of them. <laughs> My issue with the old ones is they all felt very... There wasn't a lot of variation to them. They all had, like, the very stick-outstretched tails because they were running, and they're just... They didn't seem very, like, fluid. And so I look at this, and, like, there's there's a lot more... almost like lizardness to it than it is bug, and I, and I think that adds to it because it just... You can see that it is moving in a, a more interesting way than just straight running ahead like Naruto. Yeah, and also someone pointed out there's actually a. It looks like there's three different ones. There's one where they're like turning left ways, and one where they're kind of turning to the right. So they look a little more swarmy too. Yeah, which is good. Um, the other like the big deal in that trailer was the new Terminator units because Terminators are a big deal to some people. To you, because they're you like have Terminators. Um, I do. But Grey Knight Terminators are a little different because they're like they cheat. Oh, the the traditional Terminators they used to look very goofy, and they're like they're shaped like monsters, like they're not human shaped. <laughs> you know, like if you yeah. think about the skeleton inside of this, it's like oh yikes. They look like um, kind of like hunchbacks a little bit, like the the way yeah. their their necks are compared to their shoulders. Yeah, it's very weird. Um, so them getting like an update is neat because they I think they look good. Um I almost want some more of that goofiness, but 
I think they look good, so it's okay that they aren't super goofy. I like this, like, Gatling gun this one has. It's fucking cool. Oh, yeah. The armaments are the best part. They're basically walking tanks. Yeah. You can tell, too. They they look like that it, they'd be very hard to kill. Um, And then if you want, like, a commander unit, this is maybe the best model I've seen in a long while. Oh, wow. There's an Im- important character called the Lion. And guess what, everybody? He's back and uh, cooler than ever. I love this. This model is awesome because he's got like two little acolytes and one's like just carrying the sheath for his sword. Yes. I love those dudes. God damn. I love the alternate heads. If you scroll down a bit, he has a helmet that's the traditional um, Dark Angel helmet. But he also has like a cool hood where he just like looks like a anime protagonist. Yeah. This would be hard as fuck to paint. Like I look at this and I'm like, I'm glad I don't have to do this one. (laughs) Uh, but yeah so they they showed off a bunch of cool models this is only like some of them Um, so it was a fun Adepticon this year but uh, I'm looking forward to the new rules we'll find out more about the new rules I guess later but if they're easy enough it'll be a lot more manageable to like play on tabletop sim or something yeah for sure but it's uh it's all eight o'clock here, eight oh six. Uh, do we want to do yeah. do a glad space and then say goodbye to all the fun people who made it this far? Yeah, what are you spacing about today? What am I spacing about today? Uh, Joe and I started watching anime again. Uh, I was told by a handful of people to watch Bochi the Rock, which is a okay anime about he girls in high school forming a band, kind of like K-On, which is one of my favorite anime. This feels like a, a very, very similar vein, different, but the same. Uh, so far, it's been really fun. Uh, the main character is like crazy, like socially anxious to the point where it's kind of debilitating, but she's really good at playing guitar because like all she does is hide in her house and play guitar. And she kind of gets suckered into joining a band because she wants to make friends and she wants to be social. She just can't can't do it. So uh, Someone sees her with a guitar, and it's the drummer to this band, and drummers don't know, know how to respect boundaries, so she's like, you need to join our band, we're in a really you know, dire straits, you need to come help, and it's been kind of like the A-plot is Bochi dealing with her anxiety and trying to find ways that you know, will allow her to be a functional, happy member of society, and then the B-story is like the band forming and learning to play together and writing songs, and it's been it's been pretty cute, it's been pretty funny. Uh, so far, I've been enjoying it. That sounds like a good pick. What was the title again? Uh, Bochi the Rock. That's a good glad space. Um, my glad space is stupid. Hooray! Um, so today, uh, Izzy has came out with a new video. It's about Sims 4. And I thought, like, man, this is a really good video because it's a deep dive into this game I've spent way too much time in. I was like, boy, this is going to be my glad space tonight. And I was thinking about it, and I thought, no, I have a better Sims glad space. Um, I never played Sims 3. Okay. Did you? No. We have so much in common. One of the Sims 3 expansion packs was about Katy Perry. Okay. Did you know that? (laughs) No, I did not. Um, I knew about it, but I never like looked into it because I, I didn't play three, so it's like I didn't even bother. 
Um, <laughs> so part of that, they actually got Katy Perry to record a song in Simlish. And I like I found this on VR chat. Some world had it playing and it was driving me insane trying to figure out what it was. And then I recognized the language, which is embarrassing. And I became fascinated with it. So I thought it'd be fun to just close out the show with uh, Lost Fruby New. Oh boy. It's, it's a whole three and a half, uh, three minutes, 55 seconds. It's a whole song. And she sang it too. There's like right, video I, of it. Should I click play? Yeah. Okay. Boom. Is this like an actual Katy Perry song? Yeah. Last Friday night. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I don't, I, I recognize this melody. This is kind of like the um, song you sent me last week with the uh, the Dragon Force, and they swapped the two and the four beat. And I feel like I'm listening to a stroke. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I think I, I'm trying to make this like I, I want an I want a playlist on my YouTube that's just stroke music. I think that's like a good I'm gonna playlist. find th- there's like interesting covers where people will do like Animal Crossing songs, but like they'll do the vocals like KK Sliderwood, but they're like serious and like trained singers doing it, stuff yeah. like that where it's like it's an interesting exercise, but then you listen to the end result and you're like, but why? I mean, even saying with as gibberish, the song's got a as hooky as fog. It's good. <laughs> so yeah, I just wanted to share that with everybody because if I ever looked at you, could have too. <laughs> I guess with that, I wish everyone well. Take care. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Good night. Be a cartoon. <laughs>